The excitement of West Virginia high school football is starting to build to the postseason. Makes a couple of men miss, coming here to the near side, outside the numbers to the 30-yard line. Good blocking as he cuts back to the 40-yard line. He's to the midfield stripe, past the punter, down the near side, between the hash marks and the numbers, running away from a defender to the 10, to the 5, and into the end zone. It's a battle of two unbeatens as the 7-0 Jefferson Cougars travel Coburn Field to take on the 8-0 Martinsburg Bulldogs. Pre-game show at 6 with the kickoff just after 7, right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy and Nick Verzellini. Welcome into this Football Friday edition of the Sports Mix. Wow, Nick, week nine in West Virginia high school football with Two weeks after this week of the regular season left to play, and uh, a, a lot to a lot going on this week. It is a huge week in high school football, Spencer. Obviously, the game that we have tonight, Jefferson Martinsburg, that should be a great game. Um, the Washington Musselman game has a lot of intrigue for teams trying to get in those last few spots in the postseason. So, you know, those two games are huge. But even some other games going on around. The state are intriguing. Uh, Huntington taking on South Charleston tonight. Kind of a chance for South Charleston to put their season back in the right direction. And, of course, Huntington uh, to get another quality win in that game and try to maybe uh, move ahead of Martinsburg. But I think if Martinsburg keeps winning, they should remain at number one. And, uh, you know, a lot's going to go into this game tonight against Jefferson. Obviously, the winner of that game is going to have a chance a real good shot at a first round bye, which is is in uh which is uh very important obviously home field advantage as well. Yeah, definitely. And um you know when you look at a game like well actually I forgot to do something already. I'm already so focused on these high school games that I forgot to mention the show is sponsored in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family owned full service funeral home that has proudly served our area since eighteen eighty and it's just it, we're getting down to the nitty gritty here, you know, the home stretch of the season coming up. And um, finally, yesterday you were able to talk with uh, head coach of the Washington Patriots, Glenn Simpson, and here's your interview with him. Big win for you guys last week, kind of a grinded out uh, type game, like you expected. So, what'd you kind of take away from that fourteen thirteen victory? Well, uh, what I take away from it is we found a way to win. Uh, you know, there were many opportunities where uh, some unthinkable things happened, and we found a way to recover and overcome. With a win like that, as you mentioned, kind of having to overcome some things around at the game, and now you guys sit at three and four and a chance to make a late playoff push, do you think that's the kind of win that you need to maybe spark the team moving forward here in these last three weeks? Well, any any win is a good win. And they, the, the great thing about it was, uh, like I said, uh, making those plays, you know, uh, getting getting contributions – from uh late developing people you know uh we we uh ended up with a uh blocked kick at the end to preserve the one point victory you know and the young man who made the the block was a substitute for an injured player so you know anytime you can get your depth on the field and get production at a high level that that just speaks well for your program and in general coach i mean your program's kind of been on the rise over the last few years and uh you know having a play like that where a player comes in off the bench and and makes that play does that kind of tell you a lot more about your program that it is going in the right direction because you're now able to rely on more guys than maybe you would have been, you know, just a few years ago? Well, it just shows that, that, you know, the program, the people are growing in the program. Uh, this, this was a young man, a freshman who made that play, did a great job. And, uh, you know, they know how important practice is. They're, they're learning, uh, the tempo and the, the effort that, that is required in a in a varsity practice to 
be successful on the field on Friday night. So it's uh, I'm very excited and and pleased in that regard with uh, where our program's at. We still got a lot to do though. Sitting at three and four, uh, Musselman this week they're also three and four. You guys are twentieth right now in the power ratings. So and they're eighteenth. So whoever wins this game will have a good chance uh, making a run at the one of those last few playoff spots. So what's it going to take to get this win this week? Well, it's going to take something that we didn't do very well last week, and that is take care of the football. Uh, I know I, you guys are probably tired of hearing me say that, but but that is that is the key. If we take care of the football and we take care, we take away the football uh, on defense and get possessions uh, on special teams and uh, keep some Musselman's offense off the field because I got to tell you they are a dynamic, gritty group. Um, if we can do that, then we've we've got a good shot. Uh, if we turn the ball over, then you know if if they're plus in the uh, turnover battle we will be in big trouble. What kind of uh, stands out to you about this Musselman team? Obviously, they faced a lot of adversity early on in the season with injuries and a 1-4 and four record. Um, so what kind of stands out to you about them uh, this season? They are still a big play offense. And and they they got a little nasty to them over there that I kind of like. Uh, their, their grit is, is, I think, the most appropriate word to describe them. They're a hard-playing team. They're physical. Uh, they're tough. And they, they can hit you from anywhere on the field. Uh, they're, they're a very exciting team to scout. All right, Coach. Uh, good luck this week. All right. Thank you very much. That was head coach of the Washington Patriots, Glenn Simpson. And before we take a break, we'll just take a take a look at the schedule tonight. Obviously, a game that we will have on TV 10 and WRNR on radio is Jefferson at Martinsburg, number one versus number three. That game's at 7 p.m. with a with our pregame beginning at six, and then uh, that Washington. Musselman game is at Washington. Both teams with a three and four record at seven p.m. Then uh, North Hagerstown out of Maryland is at Spring Mills, and I feel like I'm forgetting one team. Am I, Nick? Hedgesville has a bye. Hedgesville's got a bye. There we go. That's what it was. I was like, I knew I wasn't forgetting any team. Uh, but other big games around the state um, include number two Huntington at number eight South Charleston, number seven Bridgeport at number four Princeton. That's a battle of undefeateds. Uh, number five University hosting Preston. Number fifteen Parkersburg South at number six Cabell Midland. Spring Valley uh, Martinsburg's opponent next week hosts Double A Fairmont Senior. Um, number twelve George Washington hosts George Washington. Number thirteen Hurricane hosts Capital. Uh, that's really the big games this week in Triple A. Yeah, I could see uh, Bridgeport getting that win this week over Princeton. I definitely could as well, and uh, wouldn't be a huge upset. Yeah. but It would be a little bit of an upset. It would be. I mean, it'd in be a good game. Yeah. yeah, should be a good game. All right, this segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online, delivered to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. When we come back, we'll take a deeper dive into this Jefferson Martinsburg game. We'll have a little bite from each coach and. We get to catch up with two players on one one on each side. That's next on the sports mix. I was singing to you, you were singing to me. I was so alive, never been more free. Fired up my daddy's lighter. We sang, stay there. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new 
ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. The excitement of West Virginia high school football is starting to build to the postseason. Makes a couple of men miss coming here to the near side, outside the numbers to the 30-yard line. Good blocking as he cuts back to the 40-yard line. He's to the midfield stripe, past the punter, down the near side between the hash marks and the numbers, running away from a defender to the 10, to the 5, and into the end zone. It's a battle of two unbeatens as the 7-0 Jefferson Cougars travel Coburn Field to take on the 8-0 Martinsburg Bulldogs. Pre-game show at 6 with the kickoff just after 7 right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Now it's really starting to feel like fall, Nick. It is starting to feel that way uh, as the weather kind of starts to change a little bit. We're into the later part of the season in high school football. Uh, obviously, NFL College picking up their seasons as well. So, you know, it, it's it's uh, it feels good to be back in this time of the year. Obviously, probably the most exciting time of the year, I'd say, in terms oh, yeah. of sports because Definitely. football football's the king, right? Especially in the Mountain State, football, high school football in the Mountain State is just. I feel like it's just, it's almost like we're little Texas or something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's very important to yes. people in this state. And obviously, you know, there, there's some good teams in this area. Uh, I think this game tonight might surprise people by how good it is. I, I think Jefferson, with their leadership and their experience, um, might actually be, you know, legitimately good this year and not just undefeated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Obviously, we haven't seen them yet, and you know this isn't to say that Martinsburg's not a good team because obviously they are. But I think Jefferson's got a shot tonight to make it close, make it competitive, and maybe even pull off the win. I mean, I'd be I'd be surprised if they won just because Martinsburg seems to always find a way, yeah, even against some of their better teams that they play this year. But uh, you know, I wouldn't be like completely shocked. Yeah, and we we've been touting this. I feel like for weeks maybe even a month now i mean it seems this like could possibly since jefferson be, got to like five and oh we yeah were like okay this team's really good this is a, this is a really good team and this could possibly be the, the epac game of the year coming up on you know the 22nd of october probably back at the beginning of october yeah it might end up being one of the better games in the state this year as well yeah definitely and uh we we got the chance to go out to jefferson we haven't actually been out to jefferson until tuesday yeah, that is a beautiful that new field. turf field is nice. The two tone green every five yards. I mean, I just I kind of wish we were able to call a game there. Well, no, we won't be able to. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have another Jefferson game, but it will be at Washington. Yeah, uh, but next year, hopefully next year, Martinsburg is at Jefferson. I mean, should that should yeah, that should how be it works yeah. out? Uh, but we got caught up with Craig Hunter, and uh, first we'll play this little bite, and then we'll play. We got to catch up with. The quarterback for the Jefferson Cougars, Sammy Robbins. But first, this little soundbite from head coach Craig Hunter about the meaningfulness of this game and the fact that he's got to, you know, tell his kids that this is just another game in there. You know, they're seven and zero so far. You know, they're not they're not you know coming in the huge underdog. They're an underdog because Martinsburg just is the program that that Martinsburg is. But he has to go into this saying this is more of an, an evenish playing field game. Yeah, you know, you're you're not you're not you know four and three or three and four and jefferson has to have confidence yeah. in this game i mean they're undefeated for a reason and you know i don't care who you played if you're seven and oh you're seven and oh so they, they have a chance tonight they, they got to go in with that attitude yeah and here's the bite from 
Coach Hunter. Just another game, um, you know, keeping their keeping their spirits up, making sure they understand that their confidence should be high coming to this game. They're seven to zero. Martinsburg's eight and zero. You know, we can't be intimidated by the name on the jersey with the great success that this program has had over the years. Um, they put their uniform on the same way we do, one leg at a time. So we just go into this game uh, with that with that aspect and take on that notion and go in this game and hopefully try to try to get a win. And obviously, that's kind of what you have to tell your co- your kids as a coach. Just you know, just play it as if it's another game when you're you know, it's it's just. I feel like this is definitely a measuring stick game for Jefferson. Yeah, and I I think Jefferson's got some talent, and we'll hear from Slinging Sla- Sammy Roberts. Is that your is that your nickname? Yeah. We were talking about that in the van ride back. <laughs> Slinging Sammy Roberts. All right, you and Evan Tool is a, is a very talented running back, so I think they got a chance. All right, uh, let's hit it in three, two, one. Here at Jefferson High School, we're joined by quarterback Sammy Roberts, and uh, very successful season for you guys so far, seven and zero on the season. What's been like the point of your success? What have you guys focused on all year? I think um, everybody just really working as a team and having the, um, the the chemistry everybody needs together and everybody working throughout the week and knowing your assignments and doing them very successfully. Having your uh, experience as the starting quarterback for a number of years now, how do you think that's helped you this year uh, kind of manage this offense because you guys have been putting up a lot of points each week? Yeah, I mean, it's it always helps to have years behind you playing. Um, I feel like just knowing what's coming almost, uh, expecting the same offense for this year, it's just coming back and knowing everything 10 times better feels a lot better. You guys have been able to, you know, go straight through your schedule, 7-0 seven and, seven and on the season, but a tough test this week against Martinsburg. Obviously, you've faced them for the last few seasons. What, what are some things that they do that they can just take you off your game? They have a lot of speed, and they're, they're coached very well. I mean, they're, they've always been very, very good. So, I mean, I feel like we have definitely have a chance to beat them this year, and I'm excited for the game. With kind of all the eyes on this game in the state and in the EPAC, uh, with you guys being ranked three and them being either one or two, depending on tiebreakers and stuff like that, uh, you know, what kind of goes into this week trying to treat it as a normal game? I think just really everybody's very focused, and I think just preparing for a huge game like this, there's a lot more focus throughout the practice, and everybody's really stuck on their assignments and what they need to do to get done. Obviously, playoffs coming up really soon. Um, what are some things the last three weeks of the season that you guys are pushing just to improve on? You know, the little things that you guys have, you know, maybe not done well, but you're trying to fix throughout the season, trying to go to, towards the postseason. I think we need to uh, work on just coming out first half and really just competing. We a lot of the times we'll almost play down to competition and not and not play on the level that we can. We come out second half and we do really well. So if we can just combine those together by playing good for four quarters straight, we'll do a lot better. What's it been like to have uh, this new turf this year and get to play on this uh, beautiful new stadium or new turf? Yeah, I mean it's a uh, it's awesome. The turf's very nice. You know, at the first game of the season we weren't sure if they're going to get it done. I think they actually got it done the day of the game, so it was awesome just being here playing on it, and it feels great. All right, Samuel, thanks for joining us. Best of luck on Friday, sir. Thank you. That was Sammy Roberts, senior quarterback for the excuse me Jefferson Cougars, and. Obviously, we don't usually play those interviews on the show, uh, but tonight is a very special night at Coburn Field, not only for the seniors, but um, as it was published on Facebook today, not going to not gonna reveal all of it, but our very own Matt Miller will be honored during the pregame ceremony, so we not only want to show the senior ceremony, but whatever they're, however they're honoring Matt, we're going to show that live on TV 10 and WRNR tonight. Yeah, so, well-deserved for Matt. Well-deserved, but so we wanted to get player interviews, so I was like, you know what? Let's still get a player interview. Let's just put them on the show. Yep. Yeah, you know, that was a cool idea, I guess. Mix it up a little bit, get some players in, and, and Sammy did a nice job uh, telling us a little bit about the game and, and how Jefferson's been looking this year. Yeah, definitely. Now let's move on to the Martinsburg side, and obviously uh, Coach Sherman's going to be, you know, going to kind of say that you've heard the same thing every week, you know, just play our game, do, you know, take it week by week. And uh, yesterday we were out at Coburn Field. But while you were here interviewing uh, Glenn Simpson, I was out there running camera for Matt Miller, who was interviewing uh, Coach Sherman for the In the End Zone segment. And here is a little bite from that segment. 
Well, it's good to, to see the adversity, and you know we've been been on some trips and played some really good teams, but you know that's in the past, and and what we do this week is what people are going to remember with this game. So we need to need to you know do a great job, and you know coaching and and coming out and giving a lot of effort, and I think uh, if we do that and pay attention to detail, you know everything will work out, coach. And if you want to hear the rest of these, you're going to have to tune in to the pregame show tonight starting at 6 p.m. on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. You'll hear those probably, I, I believe we're doing it a little differently because of that ceremony. So I think it'll be more, those interviews will specifically be more in the first half, closer together than they usually are. Yes, I believe so as well. So, yeah, I mean, just tune into the whole pregame show, then you can't miss an interview. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yesterday I was able to catch up with a player at Martinsburg, that being uh, starting offensive lineman Justin Petrie. And here's the interview. Uh, three, two, one, Nick, go. We're here at uh, Coburn Field with Justin Petrie, the uh, offensive lineman for the Bulldogs. And you guys have a great, had, had a great season so far, uh, 8-0 coming in. And, uh, you know, it's kind of customary for you guys to be this good. And uh, what are some things that have been different from past year's teams? Uh, I feel like this year we're really bonding as a group. And not to say that we didn't – years past but this year we it really feels like we know each other we know everybody on the team and it's a really great um great group and uh obviously the offensive line has done extremely well this year you guys have had that two quarterback system what's the difference when you're you know whether it's Ezra or it's or it's Clement what's the difference Ezra um he can run a little bit but he's a really perfect um pocket passer and when Murphy comes in he's uh more of a running quarterback and it just it's difficult on the defense to go from one to the other and it's it's unique and it's working out pretty good and uh, so this Friday, last uh, EPAC game of the year, big rivalry game, you know, Jefferson comes in here at 7-0, and so two undefeated teams going to claw it out for uh, first place in the EPAC this week. Yeah, it's going to be a good one here. Um, they're, they're a good team, and we definitely can't think ahead, and we need to stay focused on this one. What are some things that go into, uh, you know, facing the, this Jefferson team specifically? What are some things you're going to have to do as an offensive line? On the offensive line, they don't do a lot of blitzing on defense, but they, they're really solid up front, and we're going to have to finish blocks this week. That's what we um, pointed out to do this week. And just execute. Execute really good, and I think that will prevail us this, this game. All right, Justin, well, best of luck this week. Thank you. That was starting offensive lineman for the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Justin Petrie. Uh, just a little quick wrap-up on this game. Obviously, this is going to be such a great game. And, uh, you know, number one versus number three. And, you know, it, it's crazy to hear, like, from, you know, just being – hearing the input, not necessarily input, but just the chatter of a bunch of people so far. And it, it seems like even a couple of weeks ago at Jefferson games, the student section was chanting, we want Martinsburg. Yeah. And, and now this is, that's always, that's always nice. Cause it fuels the rivalry. Yeah. And anytime, you know, we get a matchup every week in the EPAC and whenever Martinsburg plays an EPAC team this season, at least, especially, there hasn't been a whole lot of hype going into the game. Maybe the Musselman game had a little bit, but it was so early in the year we really didn't know how good Musselman was. This game has a ton of hype going into it. Not only is it a rivalry, not only is it a conference foe, but they're both really good. Like They're both undefeated, and while Martinsburg maybe has the edge because they've been in this situation before, you would still like think that Jefferson's got enough talent, enough experience overall obviously slinging sammy roberts is one of the top quarterbacks in the state and you know they're gonna come out here and i think you know give a really good effort and it should be a really good game and you know to have that in the regular season it doesn't seem like we get a whole lot of challenges from Martinsburg yeah. in the state and i think uh to have that tonight will certainly be 
you know, a, a good indicator for what what, the, what we'll see in the postseason. I think it definitely will. And, uh, you know, you, if you're not able to make the game tonight, you definitely got to tune in, whether you're listening on the radio side on Talk Radio WRNR on our app, Talk Radio WRNR, you can get it from the App Store or Google Play, or you watch it on TV 10 locally in Berkeley or Jefferson Counties or on YouTube, WRNR TV on YouTube. And uh, you really want to tune into the pregame because we're going to be able to honor, we're going to be able to show the honoring of those seniors for Martinsburg, uh, along with that special uh, presentation for our very own Matt Miller, who's, I think it's 353 Martinsburg games he's called in 29 years. I think he's yeah. only missed a handful. I was talking with him yesterday and he said one was the adoption of his son um, that he missed a game for. Um, and I can't remember what the other ones were, but you know, obviously the wedding, yeah. <laughs> the wedding a couple weeks ago, <laughs> because he couldn't be in two places at once. Right. Um, but you know, he hasn't missed very many games. I think it was single digit games. He's missed in 29 years. Yeah. I mean, and that's crazy that somebody, I guess, has put that much effort into, uh, you know, high school football and obviously, you know, has a real passion for calling these games and, uh, you know, has done a great job over the past 29 years and, and will be missed by a lot of people. But, you know, I mean, the, the guy has put in a ton of work and, and he's going to continue to do great things in this community, uh, which I think is another great thing about Matt Miller and why he deserves that recognition tonight. Yeah. And uh, if you're if you're watching or listening, Matt Miller, just just remember, you're always welcome to come broadcast a game if you want to. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this segment, sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore, cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, family-owned and operated at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg at Orsini's.com. When we come back, we'll talk uh, college football. We'll preview the Shepherd matchup. We'll get to hear a little bit from Coach Ernie McCook and then preview WVU and other top games around the country. That's next on the Sports Mix. Hi, my name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200-square-foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns & Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251. 360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community. Orsini's.com. The WVU Heart and Vascular Institute is pleased to announce the continued expansion of services in the eastern region with the addition of vascular surgeon Omar Nadra. Board certified in general surgery, Dr. Nadra holds certifications in laparoscopic surgery, endoscopic surgery, and advanced airway management. The WVU Heart and Vascular Institute is at the Dorothy McCormick Center in Martinsburg with additional clinics nearby in Shepherdstown, Winchester, and Hagerstown. For more info or to schedule an appointment, call 304-350-3273 or visit mywvuheart.com. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg has a brand new list of daily specials. Monday, stop on in for burger night or enjoy a nice juicy steak every Tuesday and Wednesday. The Palace Lounge also offers freshly steamed shrimp Thursdays and chef specials every Friday and Saturday. Sunday is all-day breakfast and there are drink specials daily too. So come enjoy the Palace Lounge. You can find them on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. If this song doesn't get you like hyped up, I don't know what song would. 
I don't know. Welcome back to the Sports Mix. This segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com. We'll now talk some college football. Uh, we'll start with matchup that we'll have tomorrow. Nick will have the call with Travis Smith on TV10, locally Jefferson Berkeley Counties, and on WRNR TV on YouTube. That is Shepard at home versus Westchester. Shepard coming into the coming into this game six and one, while Westchester comes in five and two. Homecoming weekend at Shepard. A lot of people will be there. I know uh, Matt Crawford will be there, and he's going to come up to say hi as always. Uh, but that should be a, a great game. Just want to hear your thoughts on that, Nick, and then we'll play a little bite from Coach McCook. Yeah, I think it's a uh, sneaky good matchup. You know, maybe you don't think of this game necessarily being super, you know, good because obviously Shepard's been beating up on most of the uh, Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference, but obviously had their struggles against Kutztown. Um, and a 5-2 and two Westchester team that has some interesting losses, but also has some good wins as well. And what I am now marketing as the head-butting bowl between the Rams and the Golden Rams. <laughs> uh, you know, it, there should be a little bit of rivalry here. Um, so, you know, this is a physical Westchester team. They're going to want to run the ball. Uh, at times, Shepard has struggled to contain the run. Obviously, against Millersville, they did a great job defensively and against Lockhaven, but this will be a bigger challenge than those two teams. Westchester also in the Philadelphia area, so they're able to get some good recruits that maybe get overlooked by the Penn States, the Pitts, the Temples of the world in uh, PA. So they're able to get some of those some of those decent guys, and they have a good program. And, uh, you know, it should be a good football game. Um, homecoming as well so you know should be a pretty good atmosphere at ram stadium uh looking forward to this one i think it it will be a a close game as well i think we're gonna get a good one and uh before we play ernie mccook's little bite here that i have i didn't realize how uh how the PSAC did there i guess it's probably division two so you have a you have a schedule you make up before the season and the way they do their championship for the conference is so you have your schedule what is it a 10 game schedule i think two three four five six seven eight nine ten ten eleven game schedule uh but it's really somewhat a 10 game schedule because they schedule a game for november 13th against a psac opponent not necessarily I, i think it's a cross division uh game but that's the date of the conference championship so everybody plays the last week regardless if you're in the conference championship or not. And uh, Shepard's going to really have to fight it out. This is going to be a big big uh, test in that division, the East division, because they're 3-1, and one, Westchester's 3-1, and one, but Kutztown's sitting there at 4-0. Oh. Yeah, and it's not looking too likely that Kutztown could slip up here based on their schedule, but you never know. Like, we've seen some good teams be beaten uh, in the PSAC this year that you didn't expect to. For example, Slippery Rock – uh, got beaten pretty bad last week by IUP. IUP obviously lost to Shepard, and we thought Slippery Rock was a top ten team in the country. So you know anything can happen in college football. That's kind of the beauty of it. And um, you know if Kutztown were to slip up, but Shepard needs them to slip up twice uh, to get into the conference championship game. Well, that that November sixth game is going to be a, a key game, really, because it's against Westchester for uh, for Kutztown. Right. But they would need them to slip up twice because obviously they have the tiebreaker yeah, they beat uh, Shepard. So that's going to be tough to do, especially because they got Lockhaven this week. And then but the Miller's good thing too week. is there's no automatic qualifiers for the Division Two playoffs. So even if you don't win your conference, you still have a chance to get into your region and then make a run at the uh, Division Two College Football Championship. So you know, and usually the PSAC gets a lot of bids uh, because it is one of the top conferences in the uh division two so you know we'll see what happens but obviously you know for the shepherd side of things while they'd like to win the championship they don't have to and you know got to take care of business from here on out depending on who those teams are obviously another big matchup potentially with slippery rock at the end of the season so we'll just have to wait and see uh but for shepherd they're they're kind of taking it week by week and uh here's coach mccook talking about this game this week against westchester 
You know, Westchester is a really historic, uh, great football program for the history of Division Two. Uh, it's a great team coming out of Philadelphia. Runs the ball extremely well. Their defense is, is tremendous. It's a well-coached football team with a lot of really good football players. I think you know, we've got a tough challenge ahead of us. We've got to do a good job this week in our preparation, and we've got to come out on Saturday and execute in all three phases. And then- and, uh, you know, that's kind of just coach speak for you. you got to execute in all three phases. But, I mean, that's what they, they have to do to They get really need to execute on special teams. Yes, they do. That it has seems been like that's their bugaboo. Their biggest issue this season has been special teams consistently. So, I, I've, you can't give teams free points, especially talented teams like Westchester. And you can't allow a kick return to begin the game like they did against Shippensburg. They can't have blocked punts or blocked field goals like they've had in other games this year. So I think that's going to be real key. I think the offense gets back on track uh, with better weather and playing at home this week. And then the defense has been kind of up and down. It really just depends on what Westchester is able to do offensively. But based on the last two weeks, the defense has been playing very well. So we'll see. Yeah, definitely. And let's transition to who, uh, Division One college football, specifically a team in the Mountain State, that being the team that we carry on Talk Rated WRNR. And that is the West Virginia Mountaineers, 2-4 and four at TCU, 3-3. Three and three. That game is tomorrow night, 7.30. That's a 4 p.m. pregame show right here on Talk Radio WRNR. Uh, you know, West Virginia really needs to get back in the win column. Yeah, they do. And I think, too, they they need to figure things out offensively. It's been kind of their their issue this season i feel like you know we talk about every week and and they just don't have enough firepower on the offense and i don't know if it needs to be a change at quarterback or what but you know tcu is a team that's kind of in a similar situation but they have been able to put up some points uh just really have struggled defensively so it's like the exact opposite i guess i should say i mean they beat up on duquesne but that's you know not really a game to look at uh they beat cal but they've scored in the 30s every week of the season so for west virginia they're going to need offense to win this game tomorrow yeah they definitely will and just looking at the line for this one i believe tcu favored by four and a half the over under is 57 so you know not looking good so far uh, isn't that an espn game too it's on espn U. U, yeah so that should be a good one now let's look at some other college football games uh interest i you know this wednesday this wednesday sunbelt fun belt stuff i don't know if i like it and i don't a reason i'm bringing that up more is because you know our alma mater there's a big chance they jump to the sunbelt yeah, I don't know. They played uh, Coastal Here's hosted App State Wednesday, and App State upset the number 14 team in the country 30-27 to 27 on a Wednesday night. I think it's better for your program because you are getting national exposure. Yeah, but are and you playing every Wednesday or are you playing some Saturdays? Because Saturday I mean, to Wednesday, that sucks. It does, but you look at it right now, when is Marshall on ESPN? Like That's once true. a year maybe? And Coastal and App State can get on there you know, a few different times a year. So... For money, it's good. For players seeing your team on ESPN, it's good. So it's going to help you get better recruits. You know, Marshall plays on Facebook most of the time, or Stadium. (laughs) Stadium, you can't even get anywhere. So, like, nobody can watch it, and the only options you have are WMEL or, uh, you know, the Thundering Herd Radio Network. So it's like, for most people at least, unless you want to pay for CUSA TV or whatever they have there, and I don't even know if they do all their games. A lot of it's ESPN Plus now, I think, especially basketball season, uh, we got sent the broadcast schedule for Marshall. A lot of ESPN Plus games. Yeah, I think for other sports, I'm not a huge fan of the Sun Belt in terms of basketball in particular. Like I liked kind of what CUSA basketball was getting into. Yeah, I mean, I think Um, basketball... I, I think if you look at the state of Conference USA this moment, not excluding not including the teams that are about to depart in two years, I think your top sports, when you look at it, I think you got if you list your top three sports, not necessarily in any particular order, soccer, soccer, men's soccer, men's basketball, and maybe softball. Yeah, or baseball, softball, baseball. Like I think those are the top, you know, three, four sports. And then I think football goes to, like, number five. Potentially, yeah. Because women's basketball is pretty competitive, too. Yeah, I I mean, they had Rice, who was one of the top teams in the country just a few years ago, and they still are, you know, a pretty good program. So I'd agree with you on that. I mean, any other games this week kind of intrigue you, Spencer? I don't – there's not a lot of – there's not a lot of games against ranked teams this week. 
Yeah. One game that I think is kind of intriguing. It's kind of a weak week. One game I think is intriguing only because they played pretty well last week is number four Alabama hosting Tennessee. Tennessee played has played pretty well to an extent the last few weeks. I think that Pitt Clemson game. I was just looking at that too. I think that's going to be a good one because you know Pitt comes in ranked twenty three, but Clemson unranked. They're you know five and one Pitt Pitt versus four and two Clemson. I think that'll be a good contest. They usually play pretty close too, even when Pitt's been bad. And, and Pitt obviously kind of famous for upsetting Clemson a few times, uh, but now this year that that role would be reversed. I would think. Yeah. Uh, LSU Ole Miss could definitely score some points with Ed Ogeron though on his way out. I don't know. I don't, that whole Oregon UCLA could put up some points. So th- there's some decent games, but yeah, I mean it's nothing super intriguing this week in the college football Division One landscape. Um, and I think the playoff ranking should come out. Is soon. it next week or the week after? I don't remember. Is it week eight? I want to say it's next week. So I think it's after week eight. So it's week yeah. nine. Yeah. So I think they come out next week. And I'd be intrigued to see. I'm telling you, Michigan's going to be in that top four if they're still undefeated. I'm interested to see where they put this uh, group of five team, Cincinnati. I don't think they'll be in the top four. I, I mean, even I though they have the win over Notre Dame, but now Notre Dame isn't looking that great. So I just don't. I don't think they'll ever put a group of five team in in the current college football landscape and you know again that could change coming up with everything that's changed <laughs> i mean group what is the group of because five i anymore? do well yeah but i do believe they are talking about college football playoff expansion right and so the conferences may, are going to change a ton too that, yeah conferences are going to change a ton too uh you know if things shake out i just you know took a little peek ahead the next week uh if things kind of shake out to where teams are the same next week's going to be a great week of college football ohio state penn state uh, Ole Miss, Auburn, Shepherd, Bloomsburg. <laughs> yeah, um, I think the and then Michigan, Michigan State's next week. Spring so, Valley, honey, or Spring Valley, Martinsburg. Spring Valley, Martinsburg. It's that'll be a heck of a week. game. Uh, yeah, that'll be a heck of a game next week. Marshall off this week, so that we haven't really talked much Marshall football, which I know a lot of people in the Eastern Panhandle would like to hear. We're not talking <laughs> Marshall football. I hear you guys. I hear you. Marshall haters out there, I guess. I mean, look, the herd are the little brother, I guess. But hey, I mean, West Virginia doesn't play them anymore, so I don't know. I don't know either. We've reached the uh, end of this segment, sponsored in part by Sunset Water, proudly installing water softeners in at WRNR and in Martinsburg and Berkeley County since 1989. We come back. We'll break down some NFL matchups this week. Uh, Washington football team. More stuff going on there. That's next on the on the sports mix. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. You've put up with your water long enough. It's time for Sunset Water Services, your local water solution since 1989, to fix your water problems. Get better tasting, better smelling, and better looking water today. Say hello to drinking your own delicious water for pennies per gallon. Say yes to healthier skin and hair and to softer and brighter clothes. Sunset Water Services delivers your bags of salt to you, so they'll save your back too. And our products come with a one-year satisfaction guarantee. Call 304-754-9031 for a free water quality test today. Sunsetwater.com. Nothing goes better with football than chicken. From Pee Wee to the big boys to the wing tee formation, a hearty meal of 12 pieces for just $9 is just what the boys need to be at their best. Oh my, fumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Omaha! Rock's 12 pieces of chicken, just $9. 
It's NCAA Division II football on TV10 as the Shepherd University Rams play host to Westchester for homecoming. There goes Ronnie Brown into the secondary. 30, 25, 20, still on his feet. Cuts it back at the 10, and he'll get into the end zone. Touchdown, Shepherd! What a move by Ronnie Brown. Pulse with the cleanup block. The 6-1 Shepherd University Rams play host to the 5-2 Westchester Golden Rams. Kickoff is scheduled for noon with pregame coverage beginning at 11.30 right here on TV10 and WRNR TV on YouTube. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix as we wrap things up on this football Friday. This segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. We'll talk, talk some football, some NFL football. We've been talking football all show long. Uh, last night, interesting game uh, going on in on the Thursday night football. That being the Broncos at the Browns, kind of teams that started off kind of hot, but they've kind of you know slowed down a little bit. Obviously, Browns slowed down by Baker Mayfield's injury, but weren't slowed down last night. Got the seventeen fourteen victory. Yeah, Case Keenum played well. The Ernest Johnson having to start at running back due to injuries to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They got Jarvis Landry back though, so that helped a little bit at wide receiver. Um, but overall, I mean, the Browns are still pretty beat up. Uh, but they were able to get that win. Their defense is healthy, though. And Denver's just not a great football team. Vic Fangio's still probably worried about the Ravens running four yards on the final play of the game than winning uh, each week because since then they haven't won a game. So, I don't know. I like that, Nick. I like that. Um, Appreciate it. Uh, well, let's uh, – Washington's got Green Bay this week. Yeah, well, before we do that, I want to play the uh, end highlight of that game. All right from Westwood One that you heard right here on Talk Radio WRNR. The uh, first down that sealed it. Down at seven. The ball moved back to the 20. Keenum hands the ball off to Johnson running to his left. He breaks one tackle and he dives down at the 13. He's close to a first down. I think he's got it as well. That's it. And that's going to do it. It is a first down and the... The fans already on their feet are celebrating. And wait till wait till you hear this. John Kelly's coming in. Dearness Johnson's going to go off. Let's listen to see what kind of reaction he gets. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. They want a reaction about I mean, Dearness Johnson played great. And I picked him up and I put him in my lineup for fantasy. So I was very happy about that. Uh, Even though I didn't really care if the Browns won or lost, obviously, being a Ravens fan. Uh, But... Yeah, I mean, maybe that was what it was, is that he came in for Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and you didn't even notice a drop-off in their rushing attack. Exactly, and uh, let's talk about the game that you'll hear on Sunday right here. Pre-game 11 a.m., kickoff just after 1. That's Washington football team 2-4, and four, traveling to Packers 5-1 and one on the season. Packers favored by 8 points, the over-runners 48-and-a-half. Uh, interesting things coming out of Ashburn this week, as always. I feel like every week it's something else. And uh, this week it was uh, Ron Rivera finally figuring out, finally seeing what everybody's been seeing for the last, I don't know, five weeks. Landon Collins cannot play safety in the NFL at the moment. He just, yeah. he can't. He, he He's more of like an aggressor. when he, He's good at blitzing and he's good at the short stuff. Like if you put him on the line or, you know, if you put him as a guy that comes up, gets maybe the tight end with a little curl or something, but he just gets beat every single time down the field. And he was asked, I guess the determination was made by Ron Rivera this week to change him to play linebacker. And here's a, here's Landon Collins on helping out in the box. He's not a fan of linebacker, but he's good in the box. So he's doing what's needed talked about how you want to be a safety but ron and others have talked about how you've been good about this and helping out the team and it's what they need what what are your feelings about playing up front a little bit more uh, i'm a team player uh, they came to me to talk to me about you know hurting 
get a certain position. Uh, one of our linebackers went down, so I said, yeah, I could, I could help out in that position if you need me to. Just come talk to me. Uh, have a you know have a open open mindset to it, and um, go from there. But uh, I like playing down there. I'm good at it, of course. If I'm good at it, I play there. If I need to be played there, I'm cool. Other than that, I like playing linebacker. No, I don't. I don't like hitting big line and hitting line, big line and off the undersized for being a linebacker. So yeah, I don't want to play down there, but I, if need to, yeah, I do so. I'm what? good at. It. I like that statement. I did too. I'm good at it, but I don't like doing it. <laughs> and I think that, you know, this could have gone one of two ways. It could have gone, no, I don't want to play. I don't want to play at all. Trade me. Ben Simmons on him. Yeah, but it didn't go that way. He said he'll do whatever it needs to be successful on the team. Yeah, so I like and, that about Landon Collins. Yeah, and obviously, you know, he's a good tackler in space. He's good in the box. So if that helps the team, then that's what you're going to have to do. And sometimes you don't always get to play the position that you want to play. Um, you know, it's the NFL, so suck it up, I guess. But uh, and that's what <laughs> exactly. he's doing. Um, you know, he's still starting, so it's not like they're taking that away from him. Uh, and they need help in their secondary, though. I don't know if you know even moving Landon Collins up that might help some of their issues but they're they're bad at corner uh Aaron Rodgers will probably pick them apart this week um you know and Washington's got a lot of issues in terms of not only in the front office but on the field they have issues at quarterback with Heineke while he hasn't been terrible I mean he's not the answer like I said they didn't really address a lot of their big problems in the offseason yeah uh, you know, they probably should have moved up and got into Justin Fields or something, and they probably should have tried to get some corners or safeties in uh, free agency, and they really didn't do that either. So they have some talent on that team, obviously on defense in particular in their front seven, but now with Collins moving up to linebacker, it's due to a lot of injuries. So we'll, yeah. we'll see how things go for Washington this week. But I would not expect it to be a pretty result. I expect Green Bay to probably win that game relatively easily. Definitely. And let's take a look at some other matchups. Not too many big-time matchups this week. Uh, there's a lot of buys this week. Teams on, excuse me, on buy this week. Bills, Cowboys, Vikings, Steelers, Chargers, Jaguars. Uh, I would say the biggest game probably this week, uh, there's probably two. I'd say there's two big games uh, when it comes to you know, people wanted to watch. That would be the Chiefs at the Titans, three and three versus four and two. That's one PM CBS. And then the Bengals at the Ravens, four and two versus five and one, one PM on CBS. I know you'll be tuned to that one, Nick. Yeah, definitely. And you know, the Bengals are an improving team, but I, I kind of feel like this is going to be similar to that Denver game where the Ravens proved that the Bengals, while they're improving, they're not there yet. And, uh, you know, I like Joe Burrow and what he's been able to do with Jamar Chase and that offense, but I just think they have a lot of holes still on their own line. If the Ravens can get some pressure on him, he'll still make mistakes and uh, they'll be able to get that win. But, you know, that's a big game, obviously, in the AFC North. You know, the Bengals are a surprising 4-2, and two, right behind the Ravens at 5-1. and one. So anything could happen, but... I think this could be a statement for Baltimore that, hey, this is still our division. And a sneaky game that I think could be good is I think the Bears-Buccaneers game could be a good game. Maybe. I mean, it's an opportunity for Justin Fields to prove himself against Brady in a, a tough defense. Yeah, definitely. I think so as well. And that'll do it for this Football Friday edition of the Sports Mix. For Glenn Simpson for coming on, talking with us. For Nick Verzellini and everybody else that came on, that little bits of everybody. Uh, I'm Spencer Dupuis saying so long. Tune in to the pregame show tonight at 6 p.m.